Beyond Hood and Evil. We're your host. I'm Mike. That's Chris. What's up? Hey, y'all. What are we getting into today? Man, you already know what it is to be on her and evil. And today for the beyond of it, we're going to be doing a little wrap up episode, man. Because, you know, this is the end of our first se- successful season. Cue applause. <sighs> <sighs> oh, my God. <laughs> and then we're going to be doing a little a review of the episodes. You know what I'm saying? Just going in, just talking about, you know, how it went as we prepare for season two, just to let y'all know. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to take a little intermission like it's a play. We're going to take an intermission probably till about, you know, but November. December, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? They'll be going to pick right back up on y'all, you know what I'm saying? Probably sometime after New Year's or something like that, or maybe before that. Depending on how we feel, we'll let y'all know. Just follow us on Instagram at Beyond Hood and Evil, and you'll be in the queue and under the know for what we're doing with the show. You understand me? So, um, yeah, man, we're going to kick it off with that. Like I said, a review. I mean, I feel like the show has been going very well um, between Mike and I. You know, we obviously have a rapport. You know, shake my hand. You know what I'm saying? Shake my hand. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Y'all can't see that, but we shake our hand. Um, and Things have just been real natural and free flowing. You know what I'm saying? The last couple of episodes, Mike and I identified some things that we may want to work on and shape up in the show. I feel like we've really found our stride in certain topics and found that we were denied and others. You know what I'm saying? Abortion. Maybe we should stay away from it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Maybe we should just stay away from it. Maybe it's a conversation that two cis heteronormative men shouldn't be having. You know what I'm saying? He and I both aren't very well versed in the pro- in the subject matter. I've never been with someone who's had an abortion. You know what I'm saying? So I don't even know. I don't even know what that struggle is like. You know me, because people know I'm kind of a sociopath in some ways. I'm like, it's a baby. <laughs> How you attach to it is dead. It's in your body. You killed a baby. Like, it's not, you can't even love it. Like, I don't get why it's that deep. You, you, you know what I'm saying? You shouldn't have let some, she shot the club up. What you thought was going to happen? You thought you, you know what I'm saying? It should, you could have had it in your stomach a different way. You know what I'm saying? And that's all I'm saying about that. That's all I'm saying about that. That's all I'm saying about that. I'm moving away from all our females. Yeah. I'm moving away from that. I'm moving away from, from, from our different list. I'm I'm moving away. I'm moving away. So like, and then, you know, it's other topics we weren't, I don't know, think we were the best about, you know what I'm saying? Politics. Hmm, not really my thing. Don't care. You know what I'm saying? I care. <laughs> I care. I mean, let me, let me remix that. Blah, 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 blah. I care about politics, you know what I'm saying? Because the majority of my work is political when I do my consulting. So politics is my bread and butter. I eat, breathe. Every day I wake up and I watch MSNBC, CNN, OIT. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I watch RT. I read. I have a subscription to the New York Times, and I'm just very in the know. I I read um, Mother Jones. You know, I read. I read. Uh, I'm on, I'm I'm a Capital Insider. I really I read all those things. I'm on the email list. One of my favorite shows, as a matter of fact is House of Cards. You know, I'm just really into politics. I believe red, white, and blue guys, you know? I just want to continue to help build those relationships with my clients. Like, don't listen to this and think I'm not into what you all are doing. You know, it affects me deeply and I <laughs> genuinely care. And I genuinely and sincerely care about your mission and what you're trying to achieve. Because at the end of mm. the day, we're a team. Uh, mm. and, and, but, you know, politics, you know, we're very, very averse. We're not. And it, it's, it's something we might just stay away from moving forward. You know, we, I think that Mike and I can both agree that we're going to try to keep this very self-reflective. What do you say, Mike? <laughs> I like how you clean that up a little bit. Uh, there you're like, you know, what? I don't care about politics. You know what? And you snap back. Uh, I can't. <laughs> 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 not, try, not trying to use these dollars real quick. Um, no, I agree, man. I think this this first season has been, uh, like you said, it, it's gone well. I think just personally between us, I appreciate what we've been able to do because the goal was really just to hit 30 episodes. It was just like, actually, not even 30, it was 25. He mm-hmm. was like, bro, let's just get on the mic. We were inspired after the year 2020. We good peoples. We go back to like 2009, right? And we just 
you know, have a level of a relationship where I, I just appreciate hearing your opinion on lots of different things. And so when we decided to put mics and a camera behind it and then to record it and to put it out, it was like, oh, okay, I, I love what we're doing here just because, you know, it started with just this being for you and I, and then yeah. obviously gained a little bit of attraction. And I appreciate the folks that tap into this and, you know, listen to us, spit some nonsense, but add some facts sometimes. Um, but yeah, there are some things that we we probably won't touch on again, just because, you know, sometimes you got to stay in your lane. Facts. <laughs> Facts. And, and, and that's not a bad thing, right? Especially because there's so many podcasters out here. So if you're looking for some late breaking news where you want it to be reported just to you at 6 p.m., don't come to us. <laughs> if you if you want to know the the, the latest moves on at the, at the Senate between the the filibuster and you know you, you can even tell by the words that I'm using right now like just <laughs> those don't go together Senate filibuster those don't, I mean this do, can you filibuster it, in the Senate yes but to say that the latest news on the Senate filibuster no that's not how that sentence will go that's not how that sentence will go but 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 if you want to hear some wild shit like that and and and, and hear someone be corrected by a close friend of themselves and not be a Offend it and just keep moving on. <laughs> come to us. Come, yeah, come to us for, for all of go. that. So there we go. Yeah, man, I, I thought it, I thought it was super dope. And I will say I've I've gotten a bit of feedback to say, even though we may have not necessarily been experts on particular subject matters, we did broach the subject. We did broach the topic where many others wouldn't, they wouldn't even touch it. Right. Yeah. So when we talked about, <laughs> you know, uh USA gymnastics. Mm. Right. Most, most folks wouldn't have touched on that. We did touch on abortion. We touched on stop Asian hate. Many folks kept their hands away from those things. We even touched on the Palestinian and Israeli conflict. I don't remember that. I don't remember that. A a exactly. It was so long ago. Right. Yeah. So, we, you know, we dipped our toes into some very controversial topics. And I will say, Chris, I don't want that to stop completely. Mm. Per se, because I do think it's important to hear opinions and to share opinions on it, but those opinions should be informed. And Facts. I think that's what you're talking about. And that's what we're coming from to say, hey, we're not going to report this like NPR. But what we could afford to do is a little bit more homework before we get in here and we we we, we share our opinions and, and spit some facts. That's yeah, I mean, it. I mean, you or, you know, what I'm saying if y'all really want to hear us talk about it. Be an intern. You could join the email Beyond Hood and Evil. You know what I'm saying? At Beyond Me and Evil on Gmail. And you can send us topics and we'll just go ahead and be pontificate wax poetic as much as you want. You know what I'm saying? Because we're trying to get that user engagement up. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm trying to get me some new Jordans. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get me some new Adidas, <laughs> man. You know what I'm saying? That Yeezy season, I'm trying to get it, man. It's expensive. You know what I'm saying? I'm living good, but I live in Northwest, man. I live in an apartment, man. I need to get a house, man. All right. So go ahead and send us some stuff and you know what I'm saying? Support us, man. And we and you know, help me be, help me help myself. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got your favorite YouTubers, they all here living in mansions. It ain't even got no personality. You know what I'm saying? People sound, hey, I'm this and I do that. <laughs> hi, hi, what's going on, guys? What's going on? But the, the Wolf family, oh, with that day, we're going to unbox the iPhone 13. And the man got 32 million views. What's going on, man? What's going on, man? Say it with a friend. What's wrong with you? You know what I'm saying? You like to share us. You know what I'm saying? This ain't a monogamous situation. It's polyamorous. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Share this, man. Share the love. You know what I'm saying? Big love. Mormon style. You know what I'm saying? Mitt Romney, man. Share us. Let people know. We exist. We here, man. We gonna get better about promotion, but man, share. <laughs> Help us. Share, please. That's hilarious. Yeah, we we don't really do too much promotion, Chris. And I think that's that's we got we got to pick it up. I will say though, um, on, on on a few different topics we touched on, I think one of the things I appreciated about this show was the personas that came out. Um, I, I I had no idea, although I could have probably anticipated it, that my persona would be woke, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, if I were to give two seconds to think about it, if I were to try to prepare for it, yeah, I guess that would make sense. Um, but I, I appreciate that, 
you know, that voice was given to that side of me that really doesn't share a lot of that publicly. So, you mm-hmm. know, Woke White came out. We also met Maga Chris. X. Big Chris. Yep. 2020. <laughs> we go one, we go all. You know what I'm saying? You got, you know what I'm saying? The, the storm's on the horizon. All right? Storm's on the horizon. Wait, you still following q and I watched it. You told me to watch it in the documentary. I watched I, it. I, I, I know, but we also talked about this documentary probably about two to three months ago. Yeah. So you finally got around to it. So that's yeah. dope. So, so, so ladies, Chris does remember he is listening to us, you know, not just us ladies, but just like other people who, who, who share thoughts, yeah. you know, and feedback when he does listen and he applies it. It may be two to three months later, but he does oh, now. Okay. Back, all right. Back, back, all right. Back, okay. Back. That's not, that's not fair. First of all, so, cause you knew my situation. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't, have been, I couldn't have been watching that stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm out here trying to be mixy. You know what I'm saying? I can't be out in the house. Like what you trying to do? You trying to watch this QAnon documentary? Nah, what the, what is that? <laughs> It is about a conservative right-wing conspiracy to bring down the liberal people of America. I mean, ain't nobody trying to watch that. Ain't nobody trying to hear that Sharif, man. What are you trying to do, man? We trying to watch these murder mysteries. I'm like, all right, let's do that. You know what I'm saying? So, come on, man. Don't do that. So, if I'm I'm left to my own devices, I'm pretty intellectual. You know, I like reading, writing, and arithmetic. I be watching documentaries about stuff. That's how Mm. I'm so infinite-minded. I get all my stuff from, from documentaries, and I draw my own opinions. Some people like books. I like audiobooks, <laughs> preferably with pictures. Oh, what someone might call a movie. Like that's what I like. That's how I get my information. A movie. I wanted you to tell it to me with a beautiful way, with beautiful actors, where everybody handsome, everybody beautiful, the world clean. You know what I'm saying? I want to see that. That's what I want to see. Why well, want to imagine it when I can see it? Why imagine? Yeah, but you also spent oh, many, many years of your childhood just consuming literature, just yes. like, uh, like just like an unreal amount. Yeah, some might argue an unnecessary amount. <laughs> That's not true. That's obviously not true, man. That's not true. Anybody know me, man? I could have a conversation with anybody. I read all them books, man. Talk about anything, man. This is true. But we were talking about Maga Chris a little bit. That that persona popped out, and we, you know, we talked about it a little bit in the last episode. But what is one of your favorite moments, you know, from 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 you and 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 Maga Chris? Favorite part. My favorite session probably had to be as soon as I say Donald Trump, James, James, James froze. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so maybe that's the wrong direction I should be going in. Maybe that's not my favorite point. I mean, I don't know. I don't really think I, every time I listen to the episodes, I like listening to them and, and I like that conversation that we have about our life, man. That's I'm not gonna lie. Like if I'm being yeah. honest, if the Magus Square stuff is just something I do in that moment. It's not like stuff I think about and write down. It's just I just think about the I just think about the most flagrant thing I can say and just really just go at it hard. <laughs> but I guess I, the best thing I like is like when we talk about and the personal stuff we talk about, like growing up and stuff. Those are my favorite conversations we have on mm-hmm. here, man. Like those are things that I feel like people don't talk about because in a lot of ways, you know, I was told that it's weird, like the podcast help people like specifically women get a male perspective that they generally don't hear. And mm. I thought that was weird. I was like, what? And then I really thought about it. I was like, I guess it's really not that many black men that talk candidly about their upbringing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. In a way that's not colored to make them sound great. You know what I'm saying? Cause everybody mm-hmm. always talk about, they start from the trenches. Nigga, I mean, person, <laughs> don't start from no trenches, man. What, you, what trench do you start from? You come from a two-parent household. That's not a trench. You already out the trenches. You got a mom and a dad, you out the trenches. 100%. You know what I'm saying? You're not, not in the trenches. Base. Yeah, you, 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 might, you might, at least you got a bat. You know what I'm saying? Even if you're not a first mm-hmm. base, you got a bat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> People out here homeless. You know what I'm saying? It's just really them. It's really them. That's the trenches. Mm-hmm. Like, I was watching this little video on, on, on Instagram. Man, man said I survived on a dollar 30 cents a day or something crazy. Your man eat a, a peanut butter sandwich with cookies and ramen. That's his meal every day. He homeless. Mm-hmm. He a student. And then, you, know, you see stuff like that. And I just think to myself, loser. Anyway, you know, my favorite conversations are the ones where we, you know, like I said, talk about that type of stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. 
I agree. And I think what, I, what I've heard back from the folks who, who kind of share feedback is that they appreciate those two, uh, especially older folks that may tap into to the, to the podcast because, you know, they know us in, in our current form and they've seen us kind of grow up, but mostly as adults, right? They, yeah. They've met us as like 20 year olds and they now see us here as 30. So being able to see behind the scenes, you know, sort of like what I talked about uh, the book Lamb, right? We yeah, talked yeah. about the best fan, Biff, Biff telling the story of Jesus Christ, the, yeah. the unknown years, the untold years. That's what we kind of get to give here is the untold years, Facts. right? That that perspective that give a little credence and to give a little evidence to like sort of where we are today. So I think those are really cool moments. Um, but I, I I do like Chris, and I, I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna hate myself that I'm saying this out loud and I'm saying this on on on, on wax. Um, I like when you pull me into to, to social commentary. So like uh, when we did the joint um, with uh, Meghan Markle and oh yeah the prince like yeah. you know whatever i can do you know a little bit of you know research not necessarily like in the books but you know like you know consumes a little content and then have an opinion on it i think i came in hot and spicy that episode so much so that you even checked me like halfway through that's like yo mike let me talk it to be spicy <laughs> <laughs> don't be talking to be spicy like that i didn't know i came here to be disrespectful like, you know what <laughs> i was just like you know what i didn't know i was coming here for this nonsense and i'm about to come here with the disrespect but yeah. like those types of those types of uh, conversations and even the joint with uh old boy that's that's kind of wild um he, he was he was cheating on his lady and selling dreams to women oh Derek jackson yeah Derek jackson man he a whole whole man a whore <laughs> whole whore, whore man whore, a whore, whore. Yeah, with, the, with the r with the r a whore he's a whore he's not even a whole he a whore <laughs> i don't like that man man i remember saying him man he, all his videos in a car and he getting millions of views what the fuck what's going on ladies listening to him oh my god he just sounds so right simping you know what I'm saying? Out here just saying anything. Uh, saying, that's what? Simply implying messaging for pussy simping. That's what it's just saying. That's what it's saying for, you know what I'm saying? I just wow. made it up on the spot. Man, he's just saying anything in the world, just off the top of his head. It's not, and then he's like, he living the total opposite. And you could tell, because your man wearing them tight ass shirts, you know what I'm saying? That's not normal. <laughs> a dude out here just diesel for no reason, sitting in their car doing videos talking to women. Like what? You know what I'm saying? Looking like Optimus Prime. Fuck's wrong with him? Anyway. Yeah, I mean, that's the stuff we like doing, man, is what we like to talk about, you know? Uh, you know, it's, it's I, don't, I don't know, man. I like talking about vaccines. I like talking about stuff, or a lot of stuff. Murray the topics, lots of things, fun things, fancy things, great things, happy things, spicy things. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't know. You're not about to get off this mic without me asking about guests, though. So we had a few guests this season as well. Yeah. Right. We had our boy Ari come through to open it up with the first yes. guest. And then the last guest we had through, we had, we had a queen come through, you know, yeah. Keisha came through and she, she dropped some knowledge and you even became a little bit of a therapist during that episode. You know, yeah, you wanted to right, uplift man. Oh, man. <laughs> using your, using your therapy bag, you know, your, your coaching bag, you know what I mean? Man, I don't know, man. I, like I said, man, you you told me all Mike a lot of time, man. I got Mother Teresa syndrome, man. There's something wrong with me, man. I'm trying to get, <laughs> trying to get, I'll be, because I be acting all hard on here, like I don't care and stuff, man. But I'm all soft, man. I be wanting people to be happy and feel good about themselves all the time. So it's like I can't hear somebody talking all bad about themselves, you know, about their situation, mm -hmm. just sounding so. Not to say that she felt that way or that's how she felt or try to put these feelings on her, but it's to me as an individual who's receiving that energy from her, mm -hmm. it just seemed like she needed some, you know what I'm saying? Just needed to be covered in warmth, you know what I'm saying? Just want yeah. give her a hug, man. Like, it's all right, man. You good enough, man. You got to always achieve. Sometimes you just sit around and eat some Oreos. You be all right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, so we definitely going to have folks. We definitely want to, I definitely want to have Keisha back. We had a couple friends on the podcast. Uh, we, had a, we had our boy Herm. 
uh, doing some really great things, one-offs. So just, we just want to shout that out, shout out that out again. Um, and then we also had our boy Jay, who was, Thanks. as most folks didn't know, was you know going to be an original member of the podcast when this Thanks. went by a very different name that I'm glad we did not go with. <laughs> but when we talk about controversial, it's a little bit controversial, yeah. right? And then we even had your boy Javier on here. Yeah, facts. You know, super duper doped up during Pride Month. Again, some things that most specifically, you know, Black men would probably stay away from that month on that particular topic. So I was really proud of us for that. And then yeah. wrap it up on the guests. We also had our boy Ev. Ev McDuffie out here talking about, you know, <laughs> flip mode. Yeah, I'm going to bring more people next season. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to bring more people. Because <laughs> now that I think about it. <laughs> I'm going to bring more people next season, guys. You know what I'm saying? I got friends too. It's people, I know people. You know what I'm saying? I be outside. I, I consult. I, I converse with people in, in, in real life, man. I got I got people that's willing to do things for me too. So you know. now nah, you're too busy trolling them. That's why they coming on the show. That's why because they, they, do they don't that. know if you are gonna troll them on the show. That's, don't that's do that. What it is. Don't do. That. I'm I'm sincere. You know what I'm saying? I'm a sincere individual, man. Don't do uh, that. You need to get sincere on this damn show. That's that's what you need to get sincere. Ak go. Oh yeah, well, that's definitely uh-huh. gonna happen. Mm, that's mm, definitely gonna happen. Mm. It was two ambulances going different directions. Oh. They confused. They still going too. No, nah, so my bad. It's one. No, you good, you good. So one up the street is Sibley Hospital, which is where all the rich old people go, and then down the street is Georgetown and George Washington Hospital, where all the fancy young people go. So mm-hmm. it's like you had two different. You got the AMR, which is the old people, you know, ambulance, mm-hmm. and then you got the young people ambulance, the regular one. Both of them rich because they ain't an ambulance, they're not an Uber. So that's the real. Mm-hmm. That's the real thing. <laughs> So, you know what I'm saying? I would get sick, man. It's take me in to put my ass in an Uber. Don't put me in an ambulance. Ambulance like nine hundred dollars. <throat> they ain't gonna save my true. life. If I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die. And this is true, but you trying to pay that one twenty five for the Uber cleanup fee? What Uber cleanup the fee? I don't know if you. I don't know if you throw up or some shit in the seat. Or I don't know what, what if you. No, get, like, no, you know, no, no, no. You get, a, get a little like a little wind, a scrap of a window strap into your in your cab and you bleeding. You know what I'm saying? Like you know you don't want to fuck up the Uber. Man, that ain't gonna never happen, man. I ain't, I ain't been injured like that. I don't think I, I let me not even say that. I'm about I, to say, please wood. don't go. Yeah, come on. Knock on wood, man. I ain't, I have on. yet to be injured in that way. You know what I'm saying? I've been shot at to miss me, close friends. You know what I'm saying? Divine intervention. <laughs> hey, man, I've been, I bet people been pulling knives on your boy. You know what I'm saying? No marks on my body. You know what I'm saying? People see me, oh my God, you say it's so smooth. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Safe out here, man. That's oh, right. Go crazy. Your face, da, 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 da. yeah, dude, look like I've been in fights, man. Your face can't look like this. I like, man, ain't no marks on my face like that, man. What we talking about, man? You know here. Knocking, boxing people, man. Listen, I walk away. News for you, this, you that, you this. I be all that. You know what I'm saying? I hope you look. You hope you feel good about yourself, Miss Potato Head, face ass, man. Look, talking about man. Nose all flat, lips all punched out. You know what I'm saying? Lips all dark. People be out here looking crazy as hell, trying to be tough. Ain't nobody trying to be tough. People trying to keep it sexy, man. We be talking about man. Anyway, uh, like I said, man, it's a lot going on. Got just got to keep it pushing, keep it moving. We want more guests. If y'all have some people that you think we should try and bring on the podcast, let us know in the comments uh, on the Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead mm-hmm. and pop in the comments. Let us know. Hey, man, because we try and really, that's the thing we try and do for season two. We're really talking about it, try and get more engagement, more, more, more. We get y'all more involved, man. Because, you know, at the end of the day, we are at the service of y'all. You know what I'm saying? We're we mm-hmm. not servants to y'all, but we are at the, we are at your service. You know what I'm saying? It's like a it's like a mm-hmm. white cloth um a white cloth restaurant. You know what I'm saying? The waiters come when they want to, not because you call them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you know you, you let us know what you need. We bring it when we ready. You know what I'm saying? Other mm-hmm. that sit your ass at that table, shut your mouth, keep your mask on. You know what I'm saying? So you know, so that's what we doing. That's what we doing. Uh, but it's it's been a good year, man. Been a, been a good first season. And next season we just going to even be bigger and better. 
Hopefully we get some merch popping, you know what I'm saying? So Mike and I can go on fancy vacations and be like Abbott preaching all them other type YouTubers, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> get some stuff popping, you know what I'm saying? Mike out here trying to figure out what he going to do. You man's doing big things out here. I'm still living, you know, in the vestments of whiteness. I need to get out of here. I need to be out here with the Arabs. You know, that's really what you invested. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got BMWs and Mercedes parked outside, personalized pay- license plates going under the market value of the car. I can't even sell it. That's what I'm talking about. That's why I need to be at, man. Why is there a purple Mercedes outside? Oh. Arabs let's live here. That's what's going on. You know what I'm saying? You got, you got money to waste. You got money to waste. I remember I was um I was out in Virginia, um and they, they were just smoking hookah for no reason, just outside smoking hookah. And I was like, man, you know, not being prejudiced. I was like, man, it's a lot of, it's a lot of Arab motherfuckers over here, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Notice I say Arab motherfucker, not motherfucking Arabs, because that's t- that's totally different. Totally you know different. Saying? Totally different. Because if I say there's a lot of motherfucking Arabs over here, that's mer- that's racist. You know what I'm saying? But it was a lot of Arab, Arab motherfuckers over here. That means it's way better. You know? Because I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm you know I'm a great hey, your intrigue, your intrigue, your intrigue. Exactly. Like, what's exactly. up with all these people around so here? They just smoking puka, watching soccer, and watching the Eagles play football. I ain't never seen nothing like that in my life. And then in, in the parking lot, BMW, Porsche. Land Rover, all of them kitted out, all of them blacked out, tents, rams, all of it. I was like, you can't resell none of these James. They personalized every single one of these personalized. It, it didn't make no sense. They just smoking hookah. And I was looking at them. I was like, I bet all y'all 21. I bet all y'all 21. <laughs> like, not even of just turned 21. Because it's not a normal thing. It just wasn't normal. Like, just to see that many people just smoking hookah out in a lounge. <laughs> and it wasn't even like at a lounge, bro. It was just in a park, like in a, ran- yeah. about a metro station, just a random metro station to smoke a hookah. And it was weird as hell. You know, people talking too close to you ever. Weird. You can only do that shit in Virginia, though. I'm Facts. just saying. Facts. DC, somebody pull up, police pull it up on you. Knock that shit off. What is that, K2? <laughs> what is that? Y'all saying smoking pee. Y'all here smoking wet. You know what I'm saying? That fentanyl. Get out of here. Chris, there's, there's, there's also a piece of this where, you know, as, as I go through our, our, our catalog, right, you know, I, the vaccine really came up a handful of times, more times than we wanted it to. So I, I, I really want to know, do you think we'll be talking about vaccines in season two? Yes, 100%. 1000%. <laughs> like, bro. I, I can't stress enough the amount of times I'm hearing more and more people talking about, I don't get the vaccine, I'm not going to get it, da, 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 da. It's like, at this point, I don't even get it. Bro, it's a booster shot. It's not a vaccine. It's, it's, it's not something that's, it's not something that's permanent because most vaccines last like years. You know what I'm saying? This is not that. This is something that boosts your immunity for a time. It doesn't really protect you from the virus because as all of us should know, if you went to science class, viruses mutate, they change. And usually the the the, the iterations between each like type of organism that's in your body, each form, you know what I'm saying? You got, like, think about it like Dragon Ball Z. If everybody watched Dragon Ball Z, think about, oh, no, better one, because Pokemon, people, more people watch Pokemon, even though Dragon Ball Z is a far superior show. It's, um... Just because Ash, Ash is a perennial loser. Your man had not become a Pokemon champion. He been trying to train Pokemon since I was in second grade. He a loser, bro. Is, he a loser, bro. That is true. He never... Damn, that's why He ain't never been a master. This man lost every tournament. He's some trash, bro. Even Gary had to get out the way. Gary not even in the show no more. Gary like, man, I've been retired, bro. I got 18 badges. I catch it on a legendary Pokemon. I won every league, bro. Ask you some garbage, bro. You not even my rival. You just some dude that I come and battle sometimes, bro. You some trash. Anyway... So first you got Charmander, man. That's the first version of COVID from Wuhan. You know what I'm saying? It look, it's all soft and fuzzy. All this guy stay in the house. Then you got Charmeleon, dog. That's the upgraded version. You know what I'm saying? It's like, wait, man, this not really it. That's that new variant that came out, that Delta variant. And now you got Charizard coming out, bro. That's the move variant. And you got the little, it's another one that, you know, it's another variant after, um, move variant. It's another one that's coming after that. Uh That's even supposed to be even worse. Hold on, hold on, hold on. 
there's multiple variants. I'm yeah. not even playing. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's multiple variants. It's a one that's worse than Delta called Moo, and it's another one after um, Moo that's even worse that's that's happening in India. No racist stuff, not being prejudiced. It's just, that's what's happening. So, so is this, you know, because the, the conspiracist in me, which commands a very small piece of me, but it, it's, it's still there, feels like we just making shit up now. You know? Nah, I don't think so. Don't you don't think, think so? so. No. no, I mean, you got Stop people right there. You got people like Nicki Minaj out here saying that the the COVID vaccine caused erectile dysfunction. It's like, damn. All right, man. I mean, I mean if you're, maybe your cousin just tired of having sex with your your, your stepsister or whatever that's called. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he's just tired of her, man. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Maybe she let herself go. Maybe that's what it. It ain't working no more. You know, it ain't working. You know what I'm saying? It ain't working. It's no connection. You know what I'm saying? So his erection isn't in there. Yeah, but anyway, so this is real, man. And I think that people are not going to get the people that's not getting the vaccine. It's your right. I get it because I'm into freedom and liberty and justice and pursuit of happiness. I get it. But at the same time, bro, you inconvenience everybody in a lot of ways. You inconvenience a lot of people. So I'm not even going to say what I said last time. But, oh, kill yourself. You didn't get the vaccine. But, man, just do the right. Be the, do, do the smart thing for you and try to be healthy. If you got people in your life that you care about, you want to see that may have compromised immunities and all that other stuff. You might want to think about getting yourself vaccinated. Man. That's all I'm gonna say, man. I got vaccinated. I'm fine. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? So go ahead and get that drunk. Um in terms of other stuff, man, like the debt ceiling, stocks, cryptocurrency, a lot of stuff happened in this last year, man. Things just exploded. Like yeah, bro. It's, it's things, there's so many ways to get buried now, man. I was watching, I was on World Star for some reason because my life is a mess and shambles. So I've regressed back into 2009, Chris. Um, <laughs> and I was on World Star. This man was talking about how he bought a thousand dollars of Shibu Ebu coins. You know what I'm talking about? Wow. You know, Shibu Inu, the little dog. It's like a little famous dog meme. You don't be on the oh. internet. You, I keep forgetting you're an outside person. You're not an internet person. And I'm not even really an internet person. I'm just somebody that don't go outside. Um, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a coin that people bought. Like the Doge coin or whatever, mm-hmm, but it's a mm-hmm. different version of the Doge coin. Your man bought a thousand dollars of it, and he went through how how much it costs by the months. So after he bought a thousand dollars worth of this coin, it was worth two dollars for like eight months. <laughs> he bought two thousand dollars worth, and it was valued at two dollars. And then yeah, by the end, bro, by the end of last month, like August, bro, guess how much it was worth? Two hundred thousand. No. Two mil. No. You better not say nothing crazy than that. This man, it's worth sixteen million dollars, bro. At one point, it was the highest high was in April of 2020, and I think it was worth seventy-two million dollars, bro. A thousand dollar investment. I don't care. I don't. I don't not. I do not care that it can potentially make me more if I just you know just what do they call it when you just sit? You just sit. What is it called? Your whole. If if the joint hit four million for me, I'm like, all right, I'm out. I'm out. Man, I'm listen, out. bro. I'm not even that, man. You t- I told you what happened. I bought James for a dollar fifty. That shit hit ten dollars. I sold this shell out that shit. I was like, sale, sale, nigga, sale, 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 sale. I was mad as hell because I sold like fifty percent of it. I had like three hundred shares. I was like, oh man, I'm about to get rich. You know what I'm saying? I'm going right to the movies and I'm gonna get popcorn and I'm gonna get some raisin nuts and I'm gonna get a drink. They gonna think I'm rich. What's go? You know what I'm saying? Oh, he got money. Nah, man. Got money. These, these, these shares just came in. You know what I'm saying? It's good. We going to McDonald's, man. Let's not McDonald's, man. We going to Z Burger. You know what I'm saying? We going five guys. You know what I'm saying? You on the West Coast? We going to the Habit. We going to mm. what's that, Jane? The people going mm. to In and Out. That's what we mm. going. You know what I'm saying? Get animal mm. style. It's on you, baby. It's fine. You know what I'm saying? I right, got it. Let's get it. But you know, then it went up to fifty seven dollars a share, and I was mm. sick. I was like, I should have held. <laughs> I had, I had 300 shares of this. I should have held. I could have made some real money. I could have made real money. I did the, I did the black people thing. I did the N-word thing. 
So so low. I I played myself. I hold myself out. Stupid. Stupid. Impa- impatient. Impatient. Yeah, man. I should just wait. Yeah. So you know, I, I'm trying to get better about that. Try and figure out what I can do. Um, Ethereum's still going up, which is lit. I got one coin. That shit. That ain't worth a four, almost four thousand dollars. I was like, man. Hmm. <laughs> oh my god. So oh I'm like, god. I need to get some. More. I need to get some more, man. You know, so I need to get some more. Uh, so yeah, if you want to get and if you want to know more about investing, I can't help you. Just guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's a boondoggle. Nothing's real. Money don't exist. Just gamble, bro. Hope you're lucky. Get your, if you want to be want to be successful with that, hope you need to start doing good things for people. You know what I'm saying? That's what I tell mm. you. Do good things for you. Anytime I do good things for people, my portfolio increase. So, <laughs> and, and, the, and the one thing you can start doing for other people, good things for other people right now, is getting your ass vaccinated. That's that's the one thing you could do right now. Oh, oh I was gonna good say share the podcast. People. That's what I was gonna say. Share the podcast. You want to do a good thing for good people? Just share the podcast. You don't get vaccinated. If you only got one thing you get from this, share the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, share that with your true, friends. True, 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 true. Because we all selfish anyway. So Person. go ahead, just share that podcast. Now, 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 Chris, because we're on the topic of money, you know, you and I, we, we have a constant conflict here, right? And it's it's on capitalism and, mm. and wealth distribution. Every yes. time we talk about that, Joy, me and you butt heads. Yeah, so much one of, so us is, that it's, one of us is right. The other one's wrong. Simple as that. And I think one of us is uncomfortable with how wrong we are. And yeah. the other one of us is who's right is trying to pull the other along. Oh, okay. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we butt heads on this all the time. The the, the 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 funny thing is, and I was talking to Air about this. I was like, I, I I understand, and I'm using that word intentionally, multiple sides of the issue. Like the the perspective that folks, different folks are coming from and the push for it, especially us two black dudes grew up within poverty, right? And then Mm -hmm. have in so many ways been able to step outside of poverty, but still be attached to it in a lot of the the habits, right? And traits that we've built in a lot of our perceptions of the world and how we need to navigate it based on our experience growing up, right? So to to be of a person that's just like, yo, I ain't really had that much, right? And now I'm saying whatever I do get, especially if I'm at that level where I have the ability to create wealth for others that I want to share. It kind of mm. sounds a little wild for a person yeah. like me to be saying that because you would think that, yeah, hey, you're just trying to get out of the dregs. You're trying to take care of your people. Mm-hmm. I'm in a camp that you could do both. Mm. You take care of yourself and take care of the people. Mm. Obviously, you know, you and I sit on different sides of the fence. I don't think 100%. you are necessarily diametrically opposed to me, no. but there are some creases in there where you're just like, eh, nah, I don't want no. that at all. No, no. I believe there should be lower taxes. That's what 100% I believe. <laughs> <laughs> Since I've come into money, lower taxes. Taxes need to be lower. That's so, what they so, need to be. So this global corporate tax that's coming along, I think it's going up to like 15%. You, you're not about that life? You know, you don't think global corporate tax across yeah across the globe. They said it's going up fifteen percent. Listen, man, because you work at American Apparel, don't or wherever you work at, man, you want to work at Urban Underground, you want to work at Twindies and all that, man. Listen, man, listen, man, listen, man, listen, man, listen, man. Some of us have real jobs. You understand me? And we all here working our behinds all to get charged off the wazoo. I made a contract. Why do I have to give half to the government for what? Why? That's not fair. You know what I'm saying? It's not fair. It's not fair. I would do the work. I do 100% of the work and got to give 50% of it up. No. You know what I'm saying? That's not fair, man. Listen, man. You don't want to work. You want to have 18 kids, man. Get yourself Tuesday, man. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you, man? You out here going to go to jail for 100 years because you want to sell crack so you get some goddamn PlayStation 2 games. What's wrong with you, man? You know what I'm saying? Stop selling crack, sure. man. Get Oh, my God. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, I understand that you need, you know, services for people and stuff. I'm a recipient of those services. I understand what they do for people for people that literally can't defend themselves or gain have gainful employment, like a child or whatever. But at mm-hmm. some point, 
You don't say that to get a job, man. I've been working since I was 11, man. I can't, you got half things, man. So I don't know, man. I, I, like JG said, I get rich and give back, man. That's the win-win. And I ain't rich yet. When I get rich, then I could be altruistic and try to give people money. But I ain't rich there. I ain't there yet, man. I'm still middle class, man. If I'm worth a couple million, of course, I'm like, all right, I'll bless some plebeian family. You know what I'm saying? Maybe adopt wow. me some some lower some lower cast, you know what I'm saying? Go help me some people make sure that they got food on their plate, groceries in their refrigerator, you know what I'm saying? Clean clothes on their body, might pay rent for some people in a for you know how the NFL players do sometimes. They just randomly yeah. gift a random woman from where they hometown rent for the next five years or something crazy like that. Stuff like that. That sounds lit. But right now, lower taxes, man. <laughs> <laughs> Lord taxes, man. Small government, man. Mega Chris, man. 2020, man. Um, you know, into the storm. You know what I'm saying? Once we go one, we go all, man. We go one, we go all, man. <laughs> so, so there, there's a story that came out, I think, months ago in uh, CBS Mornings. It's the, the CEO. you probably seen him all dripped out with the long hair and looked like he was a part of, like, uh, Woodstock. <laughs> I didn't see like that. This, yeah, I'm going to send it to you. My boy, okay. uh, Lumdy Thomas, sent it to me. And uh, he sent me this video. And essentially, the CEO, he runs, like, a, a, a credit card payment system. Essentially, Lit. Lit. and so, <laughs> and so, you know, he was a millionaire, a horse. And, I don't, and I don't think it was his first, you know, uh, company that he had founded. Yeah, and so he had decided that he was going to give a minimum seventy thousand dollars salary to all of his employees, right? Minimum, and th- bless, bless. Plus. And then from there, you obviously can climb based on, you know, performance and all that stuff. But the point was, he was just like, you know, they were like, how much of a salary cut did you take? And this was years ago, right? And he was like, yeah, I went from a million down to, you know, 70,000. So he was making 70. Uh, his teammates were making 70. And the the feedback, the pushback that he got from the business community was just like, man, this dude's going to fail. What are you talking about? Like, I get it. It's noble. You know, that's a cool idea, Sonny. But like, that's just not going to work. Six years later, this dude is mad profitable. And the beauty, the story that they're, that they're trying to sell is that you can be profitable. His company grew two times, or like twofold. So he's increased his employee by, by he doubled his employees. And the, the, the beauty of the story is that more and more of his employees are having children and buying homes. Chris, this is an important piece to mention. And this is a, a, a big chunk of where I'm coming from when I talk about the sentiment of this wealth distribution or you know, why capitalism falls on its face, because there are multiple families now who can now purchase homes or are now homeowners and now can actually afford to have children. Right. So imagine how many more things they're going to get into services they're going to pay for because their basic needs are met. And now you have and this, one of the stories they featured were two people who are in a relationship and a couple, they're married and they work at the same company. So both of them are getting paid what they need to get paid. They both got generous family leave, right? They even bring their kids to the office because they're a big, happy family. Chris. Been there, now, did, done that. Didn't work for me so well. You understand me? Didn't work out for me so well. So I don't want to hear it. I call, that's anecdotal at best. Anyway. I get it, man. What's his credit, though? What you mean, what's probably, his credit? Probably 800 plus. What that got to do in this man not spending no bread. He not spending a cent of that 70000 Why? Because he got equity in the company. He's That's a cool. Multi, he's a multi-millionaire. That's what they not telling. His salary, 70000 What's his name? Bill. Um, what's his name? Bill Gates' salary wasn't that high. It was only a couple hundred thousand. 
and he's built his company worth a billion trillion dollars. Yeah, you're you talking about Jeff Bezos too. Yeah, Jeff, Jeff Bezos, Bezos got cut the salary cut. His everybody saying he rich, he rich. My man's salary not that much. It's only a couple hundred thousand or maybe a million. But it's but it's it's not about that at this point. Money don't exist. It's about credit. The man saw the successful business. That's why he doubled the business. That's why he made it grow. So he get more credit. So he can buy more things. You think this man not putting cocaine in his white butt and snorting it out? Of course, he got oh, oh, money oh, and, to grow. And I don't care about his personal life. What I care about is that he took the cut on the salary, whether or not he has equity and whether that's distributed across his employees where they also have equity in the company. I'm not talking about all of that. I'm talking about just on a on the basis that somebody that was making literally 35000 their mm-hmm. salary is now seventy, and they have a compensation package in there and a, and a professional development growth opportunity there to go beyond that seventy. If their baseline is $70,000, they are only 30000 away from what data says, what research says will allow you to live the American dream will allow you to live a good life, which is 100,000. Actually, I think it's like 110,000 now. But if you make around 110, that's really all you need. The, your life won't change super dramatically. Like your happiness levels won't dramatically change after that. Now, again. I, th- I, th- I thought they said it was 80,000. It used to be 80. Well, uh, yeah, and it keeps going up. That, that makes sense. Because what we talked about last time. The cost of living going up because we all agree loaf of bread should be eight dollars. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm not about to engage on this because we all didn't agree. We just we have all to agree. Pay what we got to right. pay. <laughs> we all agree. <laughs> hey man, some people out here still buying Wonder Bread for one twenty nine. First of all, that shit gonna kill you. That shit bleach you chemicals. <laughs> you eat some. You eat Wonder Bread twenty twenty one. They know that's not bread, bro. Like what's that Miracle Whip? It tastes too good. Like when I was little, mayonnaise used to be nasty. Like I didn't understand why black people. I could understand why black people didn't like mayonnaise in the nineties. Like that stuff was nasty. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, mayonnaise. I'm like, man, you better put some mayonnaise on that sandwich. Well, that shit good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, that was this, this like eighty percent aioli. This ain't even mayonnaise. This is like an aioli right here. What's this? This is fancy right here. You know what I'm saying? I can eat this on a piece of toast. Like, what are we talking about? Yo, dead ass. This is side note, but mayo had a resurgence, though. This mm-hmm. shit is this shit is Delicious. everywhere. This shit is everywhere. We got mad mayo in the house, different mayos, sriracha mayos. And but I mean, but you, you, but you different, Mike. You different. You got, you know what I'm saying? You different. You got uh, a mayonnaise uh, eater in your personal circle, bro. You got a mayonnaise <laughs> eater in your personal circle, bro. So you different. Let's let's not let's not mix this up here. Let's not mix this up here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're a betroth to someone who is inclined <laughs> to like mayonnaise. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So let's not let's not mix this up. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm I, 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 my fault, my fault, my You know, fault, you know how I feel about you know how I feel about you know air. You know what I'm saying? You're yeah, a caller. So by that, come on, man. Let's let's keep it a hundred. Let's keep it a hundred. For you and I, though, that's different. My my my, my grandmother still don't eat mayonnaise. She don't like it. My grandmother don't that like ass? mayonnaise. No, son, she don't like it. She put it on. She'll put it in tuna salad, but not really. Like she, her, mm-hmm. her tuna salad kind of dry because she don't <laughs> like mayonnaise. She just don't. She. I remember I made chicken salad for my grandmother. She's like, what? What is this? This tastes so rich, so wet. I was like, oh, this is mayonnaise. It's mayonnaise in this. She got mad, like visibly upset, like physically upset. I put mayonnaise in chicken salad. Of course. You offended her. You offended exactly, her. exactly. She's like, this is Chris. This is not what we do. Okay. I'm from North Carolina. You don't put in your, you don't do, you go and get you salad dressing. That's what you do next time. Okay, sweetie. I was like, First of all, Grant, you're not gonna sit here and tell me how to cook. You know what I'm saying? You put you made you made you made half and half turkey on Thanksgiving, half plain, half barbecue. And the way you did it was you put barbecue on half the turkey. Let's not talk about how to cook here, okay? Yo, you can't be putting that out there for granted. It's real. That's real, man. I remember me and my brother both was just like we opened it up because our grandmother. You know what I'm saying? You know you love. I love my grandmother. You know that's my that's my lady, man. You know what I'm saying? She held me oh, down yeah. always, man. And it's like, but when we opened up that turkey, I was like, this is disrespectful. She did not. The gall to serve me and my brother this, and after what I've 
blessed her with when I made Thanksgiving the past couple of years. Like these, mm-hmm. I, I would cook this immaculate, immaculate meal, man. And then she came with the 50% plain, 50% barbecue sauce turkey. And it was just barbecue sauce on the outside, not even cooked. It was just wet barbecue sauce. Ah, uh, she just slapped so, it. So I'm saying, 50, like a line, clear line down the middle. Like you could see she scraped it from one side to the other to keep it 50%. Yeah, she's, and, then, and then when me and my brother ate only the regular side, she's like, y'all not gonna eat the barbecue turkey? No, not gonna eat that. That's <laughs> not for, no, you can have that. Yeah, I mean, I, I really worked hard on that. Did you? Did you? Look like you just put it on top. That's not even, enough. it's not even crispy. What are we doing? So, but I ain't coming to this. It's not even like it's not even like a glaze. Like I'm saying, it's 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 literally just wet. It was wet. Like you cutting into it is wet. Like why is it? This is warm. I'm not (laughs) not eating this. Like how'd you even get the a foil on top without the coming off? Like I don't even understand how you did that. Like that's that's technique. But the rest of this is the magic. That's you can keep that though. You can keep that. We ate half a turkey. Like it was just a carcass on one side. Then it was a full turkey, and she was hot. She was hot. I'm like, y'all really not gonna eat my turkey? No, not that half. That was nuts. But yeah, man, that's and that's as much like what you're saying, man. What you're talking about was 70%. If I made a million dollar business, multi-million dollar business, we in the we in the black, you know what I'm saying? Every year we in the black, we in the black, and it's only going up. What am I giving myself? Bonus, bonus every year. You know what I'm saying? What am I about with my bonus? Prostitutes, 100 percent You know what I'm saying? So is there anything else to do on a bonus that's splurge on loose women? You know what I'm saying? What else are you supposed to do? You know, you know, I'm not Derek Jackson. I'm, I'm not Kevin Samuels, you know what I'm saying? I'm not over here to help people. I'm here to take advantage, you know what I'm saying? I'm here to, to, to do my best, to, to pray. But aren't they taking advantage and praying? Who? Kevin Samuels and uh, Derek Jackson. Man, Kevin Samuels is a godsend. He man's out here doing the Lord's work. You know what I'm saying? He's a he's a deacon in the fu- search of future. You know what I'm saying? Toxic oh. masculine, but Lord said, but um, toxically masculine laughter. Like <laughs> he be saying the wildest stuff, man. He be saying the wildest stuff. I don't watch his videos like that, but every once in a while, when I'm you know it's late at night, I'm about to take a shower. You know, I'm like, man, let me throw in some Kevin Samuels. I'm trying to laugh before I go to sleep. And you man just start going in on some lady. It's like golly, like he just start going in on her, like God. And he asking all the same questions, and they yeah. all answer the same way. I'd be lying. I just be lying. How much you weigh? Hundred hundred pounds. You know how tall are you? I'm five eight. <laughs> oh, he, he, could, he, could, he could see him. He, I'm not standing up. He only see my face. I'm just heavy in the face. That's all. I'm heavy in the face. I be lying <laughs> to my teeth. I got a round face. I got one of them heart faces. You know what I'm saying? I just carry all my weight in my head. You know, so my head alone thirty pounds. You know what I'm saying? Like, ma'am, because you know how you talk, ma'am, ma'am. You don't look like you're hundred pounds. You don't know me, Kevin. Okay. You don't know me. Looks like you have Beijing in your hair. Okay. Your suit, you wear suits at 20, 10 o'clock at night. You, What's wrong but with you, you? But you but you know you can't do that with that dude. Because once you do that part. When you lie to him? Oh, yeah. You try to disrespect him and stuff. Yeah, when, you try to mess. Not, not even disrespect. When you just hold your own ground. When you're like, no, 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 you're not gonna bring all that here. Oh, he gets in his feelings. No woman can talk to him with any kind of bass in their voice. What you talking about? What you talking about? Oh, I don't agree with that. It's because he he it's all about the, the respectability. If you just talk respectfully, you know, you can talk, you can get uh passionate. You know what I'm saying? This is a lot. This is a lot. This is a lot. I don't watch. I don't, I don't, you don't watch it. You don't watch it. I watched it. two clips from that joint. Yeah, I said you I watched the whole two, clip. I watched two clips from that joint where he got spicy when she was just standing up for herself, and I'm like, you know, what she say? He's goofy. a whole. No, she was definitely lying out her ass. It don't matter. See? To me, so she deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> don't burn the steak. Oh, sorry. Oh, don't burn the steak. Oh. Your man is a whole. Your man is a whole trash bag. You just gotta just fling his ass out into the dumpster. Uh, but Chris. We, <laughs> I know we reverted back to, to Kevin Samuels, and you know we we have no affiliation to these two dudes. We no, we no. are clearly not these two dudes, and um, maybe we should be more like them, Chris. Should we aspire to be more like Derek Jackson and Kevin right. Samuels? I tried to get me a suit the other day, mm-hmm. couldn't get it. 
I was mad as hell. Went to the wow. store. I went to I went to a Joseph A. Bank, you know, trying to be a okay. black person. You know, that's the fancy black people store. You know, you mm-hmm. uppity. All right, mm-hmm. all right, where did you get that suit from? Oh, this is custom made Joseph A. Blank. You know what I'm saying? Not really fancy, but it's fancy enough. Mm-hmm. So I'm in there trying to get a suit and I can't fit none of the suits, bro. It was the wildest oh. thing in my world. It was fine. Cause I'm with this lady. She's like fitting me. She's like, oh, how tall are you? And I'm like, you already know. What you trying to get into? What's up with you? You know? <laughs> but so I'm like, no, nah. she's like, oh, I'm like, yeah, you know, tall I am. Da, da, da. She's like, okay. Then she's doing my measurement. She's like, okay, I think you need to get this and it needs to be a tall i'm like well obviously i'm tall she was like all right so i put on the suits and none of them fit fit. son to my chest i never thought that would be a thing so Hmm. i was just like i was like she was like this is the strangest thing i've ever experienced she's like if i put you in a suit that's one size up it's too big all Mm -hmm. over except in the chest (laughs) and then if i put you a suit that's one size down it's tight it, it fits everywhere, but it's tight in the chest. Like you can't mm-hmm. literally, you literally can't put the suit on. So I'm like, mm-hmm. so I was like, is my chest too big or is my body too big? She's like, nah, your waist is slim, but your chest mm-hmm. is big. So we, you, and then she's like, and your arms are long. I was like, yeah, I got a seven foot wingspan. She said, what? <laughs> yeah, it's seven feet. She's like, and then the dude in there, you know, he was like, you should have played for the NBA. <laughs> I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. okay, I should have, man. You should have, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Drink your H.E. Wheaties. How about that, man? What's wrong with you? First of all, he named the wrong sport. You should be in the NFL. Well, Chris, yeah, because my Chris, build. You're, yeah, you're 6'5", your build, you're, you're, a little, you're, a little, you're a little bit, uh, you got a little bit, bit more meat on your bone that you're turning right. into muscle, but you're also pretty damn quick. You don't need to be fast. You're yes. really damn quick. So putting you on a DN, you know, as a DN, I think you could have been in that joint, maybe an outside linebacker inside, depending on if you, you know, cared enough to learn the shit. But yeah, you definitely would have been a football player. They're going to put me a safety, man. I always talk about that, man. I was going to be a safety, man. I keep saying that, man. I'd have been a good, I'd have been a nasty safety. All I do is play video games and have hate in my heart. I'd have been Did trying you? to kill somebody out there. <laughs> I've been trying to kill somebody out there. You know That's why I would How do. much incredible. Well, first of all, all football players are in pretty tremendous fucking shape. But yeah. just for your body type, for you to be a safety, though, you, you got to be in your bag every single minute. Actually, you have an obsessive personality, <laughs> so you could, you could definitely- I'm like, what are you yeah, talking about? I'm the perfect mind, person. I'm mind. the perfect person. Mind, yeah. what, what, so what, what's my job, Coach? What's my job? Get him. <laughs> okay. Blinders on. I'd have been gunning. Just gunning. 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 I'd have been trying to kill that motherfucker. Like, well, come on, man. You already know. I'm trying to injure somebody every play. No, ain't no friends on the field. I'm trying to injure you, bro. I'm trying to get you out the way. <laughs> man, and, like, and folks, this is how you have protected your children. This is how you protected <laughs> Your, your your young teens, your college, and now your adult males. This is how we protected them because we kept folks like Chris out of the game. Man, out of to, the game. That was my thing, bro. I remember that was day. Those was fun days, man. I swear to God, doing the little, little drills, man, trying to push somebody away. They're like, oh my God, he's strong. Just hands. <laughs> A lot of movement of hands. Just all hands and movement. Just pushing. And he's coming for your spot. <laughs> Your spot. I was like, you're goddamn right. But um, yeah, man, I couldn't get a suit, man. So I was trying to figure out what I'm gonna do. Um, and I was like, man, I think I gotta stop lifting. <laughs> so I could try to fit some clothes. And I was like, but I don't like not lifting. So I was like, maybe I gotta lift lighter. But I was like, man, I ain't no pansy, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I don't know. Then I heard Deontay Wilder doing um 350 on a he do 350 now on a bench. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? So you know me being competitive, I was like, I gotta get this 350. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta get. I gotta get there. I gotta. I gotta figure out how to put forty five more pounds for what, Chris? So I can say I bitches busted Deontay Wilder. <laughs> just so I can say. It. Just so I can say I bitches busted Deontay Wilder. You know how much you put three fifty? You know, there's nothing. You know. Um, now, when I was thinking though, Chris, I'm like, you know, you could just get a custom, like a tailored suit, like a you know, like a custom suit. You might yeah, be man. in that game now where you need to, you know, have something that's tailored for you. Not tailored, I, actually. I custom. get you saying. Yeah, I get you saying. You know what I'm saying? But 
then, you know, I'm going to be walking around like a supervillain. I already know what I would do. I'd get all wild, wild color suits. I told you, pink suit, burgundy suit. Those suits that don't make sense. Like, why are you walking around like a like youth pastor? Like a supervillain, like a pimp, you know, like a pimp in real life. Like, Chris, you really back, you really lean into that, bro. Was you, are you okay? That's the first thing you like. Chris, you okay? Are you okay? What you mean? You walking around in these loud ass suits? What are you doing? I don't know. I just I like it. I don't know. <laughs> this is my I, thing. You, you want to wear blue. You want to wear gray. I want to so wear mauve. Okay, so you did the, the pink suit. Okay, run me through real quick. What's the color of the shoes? What's the color of the shirt? What's the color of the the, the handkerchief? The pocket? The pocket? If I'm wearing a if I'm wearing a pink suit, pink suit. Yeah, yeah. What's what's the other colors? Give me the combination real quick. So if I'm wearing a pink suit, hopefully I have on a black shirt so it'll look real smooth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then I got my socks. My socks probably going to be black too. So they coordinated in the shoes. Got to be like an oxblood or something like a deep red. You know what I'm saying? Just to keep that tone together. And then the, mm-hmm. the pocket square, probably something loud like purple. Just to keep it really popping. You know what I'm saying? That, that probably go together. Black, pink, oxblood, purple. That go together. And then you're going to wear some gold frames in the glasses? Nothing, nothing, nothing. Nothing. You can't do nothing gaudy for the glasses. Got to go with the tortoise, mm-hmm. man. Something tortoise. You know what I'm saying? Tortoise. Oh, spicy. That's you know, what I'm saying, man. We on the same page. I was definitely thinking black shirt. 100%. Yeah, yeah, can't now, on, on the shoes, I didn't know where to go with the shoes. So I'm, I'm glad you gave me that. That's, Wait, that, that's deep red. That's yeah, deep red. Because you don't want enough in purple or black. That's too plain. You don't like a waiter. You don't like a, you don't like a, uh, what's that, Pink mm. Panther? No, you don't want to go Pink mm. Panther with it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to go Michael I, Jackson. Yeah, how do you avoid going like you know Pepto Bismol slash like Valentine's Day? You know you got the your pink. Because you're not you're not going with the white. If you went with the white shirt, pink jacket, you're gonna look real Pepto Bismol-y. But the black shirt make it look a little more more sleek. Or you even go with a nice little a deep little green. You know what I'm saying? A forest green smock collar turtleneck joint. You're giving you're up, you're giving up too much game. That's man. too much game. Man, much listen, game. man. I read GQ every goddamn month when I was in college, bro. I used to read GQ all the time <laughs> for did, days like did, this. For days like this, I remember y'all used to be like, Chris, why are you buying GQ? I was like, man, because one day. I'm going to fit these goddamn clothes and I'm going to be stylish. I'm going to be stylish one day when I can finally stop afford <laughs> to not just wear T-shirts and jeans from Target every day. Mm-hmm. I'm going to mm-hmm. be stylish. I'm going to do it. I'm going to be I'm going to be him. And that's what's happened, man. So my color, my color coordination, you know what I'm saying? You got to put it together, man. 100%. Because that's where I'm at, too. I'll be color blocking. But Chris, man, it's 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 been, uh, this will be episode 35. This will yeah. be the, the wrap up of season one. I just want to say, man, I appreciate you, baby. I appreciate you, man. And uh, I think we, we had a little bit of magic here and we're going to try to continue that magic in season two. We're going to try to remix the show just a little bit. Not too crazy. You're still going to get something unique because we can't help it. Um, but we're going to make sure that we get some guests in here because apparently y'all like that. Um, we're going to stop talking sports because I, I don't think people care for us and our yeah. sports opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to come with the heavy hitter topic still. You know, we, we're going to do a, do, a, do a little bit more of our, like, you know, research. But we ain't, we ain't going to be too heavy, not too npr But we're going to have our opinions. And we're going to give y'all more stories. You know, not necessarily Chris's poverty stories all the time. Although that is <laughs> <laughs> that is really attractive to folks. I don't know if it's because you get to peek in, you know, and just see what that life was like. Or if it resonates with you because you had a very similar thing. Or if it was your cousin. That, that was definitely your cousin's life. That's why he all mixed up in here. You know, we're we going to give you more of those stories. And then try our best just to keep it light. Uh, uh, and, and keep it fun because that's what we're here to do. So, Chris, man, anything you want to wrap up with on the season? Man, you already know, man. I think that one thing we're going to be doing is trying to reach out to a great organization that's like really on the cusp and cutting edge of trying to make sure that we got our data and analytics to make sure you're moving in a proper way to be professional and, produ- pro- and have excellent productivity in your office life. So, Machine, you know what I'm saying? I think that we're going to really be going working with them closely, trying to figure out a way for how they can help to really expedite and grow and help us expand and be a great platform for many people for many moons to come. And I think that if you have any issues or questions about what Velma Jean is doing, you should go over there, hop to their website. You know what I'm saying? Velma Jean. You know what I'm saying? I, I believe that they're looking for new people just like you to reach out, connect, communicate 
and build, you know what I'm saying? At a cost. So go ahead and hit them up and see what's going on with them. And I know that we're also going to be working closely with Stiffworks. You know what I'm saying? Great organization. Over 10 years in existence. You know what I'm saying? Working around in the DC, Virginia, LA, New York area, working with all these different organizations, doing a lot of great things, big things, fun things, fancy things. <laughs> Reach out to them on Instagram. No, don't look on Instagram. It's not really put together. <laughs> go to their website, stiffworks.com. That's put together. <laughs> Contact them. Get your consultation today. You know what I'm saying? First consultation is free. But if you want something to really put up, it's going to cost a fee. <laughs> and that's the podcast. Blah. Appreciate you, baby. Appreciate you too, man.